welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Get filled with all that teenage angst. Get a little scared to go out and be social. Mm. And just be a turtle for once. We're going to go ninja, go ninja, ninja go, go ninja, tonight, go. baby. <laughs> Oh, That's uh, one of my trivia questions. <laughs> T-U-R-T-L-E power today on the show. Oh, this is this episode's not about vanilla ice, but, but it should be. It might be about <laughs> it might be. You know what? Why don't we just get into some BS? So if you're a longtime listener, you know that Brando and I are huge fans of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've done an episode already with Chris. Uh, Chris Harper. Was Harper, on. thank yeah. you. Because we, we have Chris Knee, Chris Sears. We have several friends. Chris, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the Chris Chris's. Downey Jr. Chris Downey Jr. <laughs> Chris Johansson. <laughs> I was just about to do that. The, the whole Chris Cinematic Universe. <laughs> The Chrisiverse. <laughs> uh, so we're huge fans, and we just had to do an episode on this absolutely amazing movie. But before we relive our teenage years as if we were turtles, we need to give you a heads up on some Helios Network stuff. Yeah, hey. Some Chris Network stuff. <laughs> do, you, do you love our beautiful sounding voices? Uh, I do. Would you love to see what our beautiful faces look like? I wouldn't. You can find out on theheliosnetwork.com, www.theheliosnetwork.com. We got pictures of us, our faces on there. You can also find merch. You can find our other shows. Check it out. It's awesome. Yeah, it's always a good time. And if you'd like to support the show and the network as a whole, please check out our Patreon. All the money we get from the Patreon goes to supporting the network. You get discounts on merch. You get to talk to us directly. You get to vote on stuff. You get to listen to bonus banter Ooh, yeah. every single week, which is another like 20, 30 minute episode that we do after every single uh, week for, um, what is this podcast called again? Banter and such. There it is. It's usually all of our funniest stuff. Yes. Also true. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little bit more unhinged. I'll say that too. Hey, did we write out the whole theme song this time? Yeah, we did. Wow. Look at yeah, that. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. All right. The whole theme song for the intro yeah, today. Yeah. So we went to go see this the other day. We went on the, like, I was the third wheel on your date. Oh, yes, yes. It was a date night. Dude, you texted me and you're like, okay. dude, do you want a double date? And I was like, well, my wife's out of town. And you're like, do you want to just, like, come anyway? I, yeah, I mean, I've joined you, Sarah, and your kids on multiple <laughs> yeah. movies. So I felt obligated to uh, I was invite gonna, you. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to crash this dude's date. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. about to ruin your romance. No, it's funny. Um, You know, I'm going to let you have this one, even though the, the story is the exact opposite. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was on a date and uh, I've been seeing somebody for about a month now. Things are going really good. And, and then I showed up. Uh, She wanted to meet Brando because she's heard his voice quite a lot. Oh, yeah. And she's then, heard the show. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, it was a great night. We So we did Dave and Buster's. I felt like I was... Dating you also because you paid for my games. <laughs> yeah, I paid for everything that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, did you buy me some drinks too? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I should have at least made out with you a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm not a very good date. <laughs> I, I thought the the HJ was a thank you. <laughs> 
there was a split second where I was like, what is HJ? Is this some like new TikTok lingo? This TikTok yeah. slang? So we went to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I'm just passing over that. We went to Dave and Buster's. We had a great time. Drinks, whole nine yards, played some video games. There was a Star Trek game that Brando put like $80 of my money into. And so we walk into this movie theater to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, which yes. is the new one that's in theaters now as yes. of this recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the one by Seth Rogen. It's the one with the art style of the Spider-Verse. Kind of that vibe. Yes. Um, we walk into the theater. Nobody's there. This Wasn't this like Saturday opening, night? It was opening weekend. Was yeah. it opening weekend? Yeah, it was opening weekend. Jeez, nobody was there. This is completely empty. And the first thing I said was, so I guess this isn't getting a sequel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we sat down. And we watched this movie, and I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. I love this movie. There was like a few times in the movie where I was like kind of incredulous, where I was like, what is this? Like this movie is like, this is hitting harder than it has any business to be hitting. It was great. I don't know what you thought. Like, I, I mean, you seem to like it. Dude, I... We haven't talked about it yet, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You, funny enough, most of the time when we do an episode, you and I talk quite a lot beforehand. Yeah. This is one of the that we haven't. Uh, I I went in with a lot of... With very low expectations. I yeah. thought the movie from the trailer looked fantastic. So I did want to have high hopes, but if you've been listening for the past like year or so, you know... I've had a very big issue with modern day cinema, like this year's cinema, maybe like the past two years. Really. This, like, this year's been rough. It's been really, really rough. Yeah. Uh, and I realize it's not always the writers. Yeah. Sometimes you get your destiny dialed. No. If you know what I mean. You get some dysentery <laughs> out in the old world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get you get mad from the multiverse. Oh. You, well, get, you, get, <laughs> you get you get loved and thundered. All over. You get lost in the quadrimania. <laughs> Sorry, these are all the movies that have, have disappointed us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot. Uh, and I, I mean, even then, uh, that's kind of why we didn't. We we talked about doing Barbie Heimer, and I said no. They're great Dude, movies. They're I, great movies. I still think we should do a Barbie Heimer. They're, they're great movies. I just don't have the emotional will right now to see both those movies. I wanted a movie to turn my brain off to. But, anyways, back to Mutant Mayhem. Within the first five seconds, I knew I was going to fall in love with the movie. Yeah. It is absolutely right fantastic. Off the bat, right? I like I'm gonna tell you right now, I think okay, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has not had a good movie since nineteen ninety one. So okay, well hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. So the Michael Bay movies I wasn't a big fan of. No, they're terrible. They're not, they're, they they are not TMNT now, movies. There is a CG movie called TMNT yes. that I thought was good. It was I thought it was good. It was okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I enjoyed it, but if you were to ask me which, up until that moment, what movie I'd want to watch, it's always going to be yeah. 1991's. Uh, the first one? Yeah. The, no, okay. the second one. The second the, one. The Secret of the Use. Yeah, Secret of the Use. Okay, where would you put Mutants of Mutant Mayhem? Number one. What? Yes. Even above the first yeah, one? Yeah, even, yeah. Wow, I that's think shocking. Th this movie did something that I've never seen an animated movie do before. Yeah. And it made it amazing. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it right away. Um, I looked into this. So most of the time when, when people do animated movies, the voiceover work, what they do is they just put the actor that's supposed to do these lines in a studio by himself. Yeah. 
Maybe they'll bring in one other person. I think I know what you're saying, and I wondered this myself. Okay, so I looked this up. So if maybe they'll put in like the other like main person and to so, record at the same time. To record at the same time, so yeah. there's there's banter, there's chemistry, and, and such. Yeah. All, yeah. Uh, so with this what are movie, we, some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> what is this? Some kind of banter and such, such. podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Will Smith. Yeah, I was about to do the Will Smith joke again. Get. My podcast name <laughs> out your fucking mouth, dude. That joke was old a year ago, and I don't care. I, I don't care. It's so good. Referencing it's so good. that, I but lo- uh, with this movie, they legitimately at times had eight of the voiceovers. I was in a room that. together. I, I I literally thought that while watching the movie because this. It was so much like the Goonies. Yes. You know how in the Goonies the kids are constantly talking over each oh, other. Oh, 100%. And that's what makes that's what gives us this energy and what makes it realistic and funny because they're all saying funny things simultaneously. That's what the Ninja Turtles are doing and I did wonder. I was like they had to have been in the same room together. You, okay, so that's my thing. It's like if you ever go to like your local mall and there's just a bunch of kids like teenagers hanging out, it is just Hold on. In a mall? <laughs> the kids don't go to malls? Malls are dead, man. Um the kids hang out on TikTok. Okay, so and they're like if you're ever on Discord and you're just like in a random channel with like four teenagers. You go to the teenager subreddit? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Where do teenagers hang out? I don't even know. Um Isn't that sad? I used to hang out at the mall when I was a teenager. Yeah, same. Yeah. I played hacky sack at the mall. God, In so, fact, you're so old. I played the Ninja Turtles arcade game Same. At, at the mall. Same. Uh, oh. But yeah, so there's like times like in this movie where like there's the four turtles all talking and it's just blah, blah, blah. Yes. like you can't hear them, but you realize like that is the most teenager thing ever. Yes. It is so funny. Like they're not just delivering lines. It's not. One person says this line, and one person says that line, and one person says that line. It's like they're all talking at the same time, and they're talking, they're responding to each other at the same time yes. also. All of them. all four, And it is so funny because they're making fun of each other constantly throughout this movie. And they're like just like bouncing off of each other. It is That is the thing about this movie that we should say up front. Like, and I would say the number one thing, if you're at all familiar with the Ninja Turtles, um, you should know... This movie leans into the teenage it part. Is. It it heavily leans into the teenage part, and this movie more than any other Ninja Turtles thing I've ever seen. They get the teenage brothers thing. They it, it's so perfect. It is the most teenage movie I have seen since another Seth Rogen movie, really? Super Bad. Oh, nice. Yes. I mean, like I love Seth Rogen. Uh, I think he's had a lot of misses over the past couple years. Not saying like I like Sausage Party. I wasn't a huge fan of. I didn't even see that one. I thought Sausage Party was a great YouTube short. Like if it was like 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah. I don't think it needed to be a movie. Things like that. But Seth Rogen, every single great movie that he has done has been written like a teenage movie. And I think he he mentally and i don't mean this as a diss um he he just really he lives in that space <laughs> he lives in that space yeah. real well yeah i you know what i don't know cuz if you watch this movie i can't see seth rogan's fingerprints on it like necessarily like it's not like master splinter like smoking a blunt or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean this movie is pg yeah i it is pg but like Having said that, the way you just described it is perfect. Like, if you think like he gets 
young people like he he can he can put himself in the shoes of of like teenagers yes and present them in a way that is really funny and interesting and fun like that that's that's the heart of this movie is that they are brothers and that's another thing too with master splinter which and i think this is going to be a controversial thing and it's actually kind of controversial within me interesting okay is master so take the first ninja turtles movie okay right a master splinter is he is a sensei he is uh he's almost like a like a monk like he teaches them meditation well, and martial so arts he was the pet rat to a ninja master <laughs> so just to be clear i'm not i'm that's i'm i, know, I don't know why I you're know. laughing no. that's true <laughs> i'm laughing because that's in the movie yeah. before he touches a, 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 an even drop Job of ooze. He's a normal ass rat. That's mastered ninjutsu. And in his rat cage, he is copying his master. You know, despite all his rage, he's still just a ninja rat. <laughs> he's a Smashing Pumpkins fan. Too. <laughs> also true. My favorite band. I know, way. we saw them together. Um, but in this movie, he is not that. He is not a ninja master. He's not a sensei. Um, they made him more like a normal dad. He's the dad. Yeah. He is the dad. Yeah. And he does know martial arts, but it's from be- watching Bruce Lee movies. From watching Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> we were we were literally having this conversation right before this came on screen. We were at Dave and Buster's right before we saw this movie, and you were making fun of me because I've said this on oh, the show yes, before. You, yeah, here it is. Where I feel like <laughs> in an emergency situation, uh-huh. even though I'm completely untrained. Uh-huh. I could call upon some, like, kung fu skills uh-huh. for self-defense. Okay, well, is it kung fu or is it a karate? It's probably a mixture okay. of, of those. It's Maybe MMA? Little, it's MMA? Little taekwondo? <laughs> taekwondo. Whatever, whatever Steven Seagal does. Okay, wait, wait, sorry. Is it taekwondo? <laughs> is it karate? Is it kung fu? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which yeah. one is it? It's whichever one, you know, Chuck Norris. and, yeah. and Because I said, and you were making fun of me because you're like, what makes you think Aikido is the one that uh, Aikido. Aikido, yeah, is the one that uh because you're like what, what makes you think you could do this? And I and, oh no, you said where did you learn all this stuff? And I said, it's from watching movies. <laughs> I could John Wick it up anytime yeah. I want. When in an emergency situation, <laughs> adrenaline's wrong. Well, anyways, in the movie, that's literally how they learn martial arts. Yeah, so Jackie watching... Chan is a voiceover of Splinter. And he's great. Does a great job. Oh. I I, I love the fact that they made it. Um, I did make the joke though that he learns ninjutsu, which is a Japanese art form. Yeah, and he's a and he's Chinese. He's Chinese. Yeah. Uh, because I mean that was a big thing with um, when they redid Karate Kid. Yeah, he was Mr. Miyagi. Is Mr. Miyagi, which is kung fu, and Mr. Miyagi was Japanese also. And yeah, not yeah. karate. Yeah, that's he doesn't teach him karate. Yeah, yeah. Does he teach him wax on, wax off? That's the important thing. That... Well, yeah, that's that's karate. We should do a Karate Kid episode i'm so down for that even i actually completely off topic i love the hillary swank karate kid i think it's very underrated uh karate what is that kicks back no i think that's just three karate kid no that's four karate kid kicks back is that one karate kid karate kid goes to to spunk mountain <laughs> no that's karate kid the great adventure homeward bound <laughs> Uh, the next Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid. Nineteen ninety four. No, I was thinking of Three Ninjas. Oh, dude, I will gladly do a Three Ninjas episode. Oh, dude, three I'm Ninjas, Surfing Ninjas. Let's go. I've never seen Surf Ninjas. You've never seen Surf Ninjas? I don't think I have. I'm not kidding you. That might be one of my favorite movies from the nineties. It's not good. Uh, it doesn't have to be. It's craptastic. It doesn't have to be. It's so well, bad. Three it's Ninjas good. isn't. Well, 
No, those are also craptastic. I, I I showed them to my kids and I watched them and for three straight days. What if they were I screaming, told you? Ayah. Ayah. What if I told you Leslie Nielsen was the bad guy in Surf Ninja? Okay. <laughs> well, you've sold me. And he has a robotic arm. What? That he grabs his penis with. <laughs> what? And, and oh, who and uh Rob Schneider is the quirky sidekick. Rob Schneider's in it? Yeah. And this is a family and movie? funky cold Medina. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're gonna do and also Ernie Ray's a- Ernie Reyes Jr., who is the voice of Leonardo. Yeah, we're gonna do a double feature. Let's go. Three ninjas and surf ninjas. I'm so down. <laughs> and and Velocipaster. Velocipaster <laughs> two. Dude, you know what, man? If you're listening to this and you haven't le- heard our Velocipaster and Kung Fury episode, go back. I think that might have been the best episode we have ever I, made. I might be there with you on that one. And ever. I mean, like... It's so good. And I like our episode. And they're doing sequels to both of them, so we're <laughs> that's coming out. <laughs> what are you talking about? Jackie Chan is amazing in this. Oh, yes, Jackie Chan. And I Chan. can't... He has so many great lines, and I can't say them because it would be inappropriate for me to try to imitate <laughs> a, a Chinese man. <laughs> So I'm not going to try to like sound like Jap- uh, Jackie Chan right now, but I will say he has so many funny lines of, in this movie. Like in, in fact, this is a thing we should we should mention too is it, I felt what the greatest strength of this movie was its humor. Yes. I This is the, a lot more on the comedy side than it is on action. Way more. And it's nonstop jokes and for the first 2 thirds of the movie I was laughing almost nonstop, like actually laughing. Like there, this was there was good times stuff. that like all three of us were doing the, like the hands on one another's chest, yeah. like just l- from laughing so yeah. hard, like looking at each other, like what is going on? Like what is this movie? I didn't expect this. Like I thought, I thought the humor was really, really good. I, I mean, it opens up with with a really good scene about like the the history of the ooze. But like really the opening scene is Leonardo on a rooftop with the rest of the 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 turtles oh, giving yeah. a monologue. And, and he's yeah, and, and they, it's like super serious monologue. And then one of the other turtles goes, Okay, Batman. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, here we go. Dude, them making fun of each other was the funniest oh, thing. It's so good. Like, and they do that nonstop throughout the whole movie. Yes. And it like and the and the fact that they are voiced by real teenagers too, and like they, their voices sound like teenagers. And who was it? Like, doesn't uh, one of them have braces? No, no. Uh, 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 Gecko. Uh, 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 Mondo Gecko. Voiced by Paul Rudd. Voiced by Paul can Rudd. We, can, we, can we do a little side tangent? Can we go through the actual cast of this movie? Dude, blow people's minds right okay. now. Okay, so first of all, the four kids that voice the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they haven't been in anything. But they're, I think They're it, unknown. They're unknown, but I think the oldest one is like 14 or 15, so they're maybe 16. Uh, they're unknown, but they are great. Okay, so uh, once again, I apologize. I'm not going to say most of these names correctly, but <laughs> but Io Edebiri, who, who was... Most famous from the bear. She's the, bear. the sous chef in the bear. She is great in that too. I love, love, love. And her. she plays April O'Neil. She's great. You got in this. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. One of the greatest cast members to come out of SNL ever, in my opinion. Okay, okay, hold on. Why don't you say the name and I try to guess who they who they voice? Okay, so Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, was she like a TV reporter? No. Who she, is she? She's Cynthia Ultram, the like the big bag villain. The villain. The oh, villain the behind the it. scenes yeah. villain. Okay, yeah. nice. John That's- Cena. John Cena was like uh, Bebop or Rocksteady. He was Rocksteady. Yeah. yeah. Seth Rogen. He was. He was Bebop. Bebop. Yeah. Okay. Rose Brin. Rose Byrne. Byrne. 
Rose Byrne, I know this one, she was the alligator, the Australian alligator. Yes. Even though she has a hugely thick Australian accent <laughs> and you cannot recognize her and it's hilarious. Yes, and as well, that's one of the things that some people have com complained about, which I don't understand, because Leatherhead in the comics is a guy. So they made it a female in this movie for Rose. Matter. Yeah, Rose it doesn't Byrne. matter. Yeah, I, I really don't. Uh, okay, Giancarlo Esposito. That is Baxter Stockman. Yes. And he's Gus from Breaking Bad. In absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, which you called it. You leaned yes. over because it was Mondo Gecko, and, and it it doesn't sound like Paul Rudd, but there are moments, <laughs> and I literally had that thought. I was like, that kind of sounds like Paul Rudd, and you leaned over, and you're like, is that Paul Rudd? And I was like, yeah, I was thinking that too, and you looked it up later, and you're like, dude, it was. It yes. was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube is super fly. The, he's like the main main villain of this. Yeah, uh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is Master Splinter. Okay. Who is he's my favorite in this movie. Uh, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Who was he? I don't know who he was. He was a frog. He oh, was Genghis Frog. Genghis frog. frog. Did you know in the comics there's like a whole bunch of them that are named after tyrants? Yes. Yeah, a lot of them are. There's a uh, uh, Napoleon Bonafrog. <laughs> oh god is that no that can't be that real. is another one. Oh, that's that's There's, terrible and what was it uh uh frogged off hitler i'm just kidding on that one yeah, i know you are <laughs> uh okay last one post malone post malone he was no i know this i know this oh i don't know it who was it he was the manta ray character ray that's fillet right, yeah yeah Oh, that's I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, so they had Mr. Beast in it, uh, Jimmy Donaldson, the most watched YouTube guy. He does a cameo as just one of the Times uh, Times Square passerbyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's another thing. Is this movie is packed with mutants. There's yeah. so many mutants from the comics in this, and it's just it's marvelous, and it's so much fun. Like, and they lean into the whole the, the whole like mutants only come from animals. Did you notice this? Yes. That's why Baxter Stockman. Was not Superfly. Okay, so that so I was gonna ask that question. I know you're a little bit more well versed in in TMT, a little bit than I am. Uh, I think you did win trivia for that episode too. Back when we did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, so in the comics, they based him off um, what's his name, the Fly movie. Yeah, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yes, Jeff Goldblum, right? In the movie The Fly. Where he splices himself with a fly with the ooze. Well, he he goes into a tele... He invents a teleportation device, and he goes to teleport himself from one pod to the other. No, no, I'm not talking about The Fly. That is The Fly, but... No, I'm talking about... I know, but I'm just what I'm saying in that movie. But oh, and he, okay. And he gets in, and, and, he, and he... A fly gets into the teleportation, and he gets in, and he becomes a fly, and because he, he gets mixed fly DNA. Well, and the reason why that's relevant is because... The comics actually kind of ripped it off. Yes. Yeah, I know that. And they were cool with ripping it off until uh, Disney bought Fox, <laughs> which which owns the fly. Oh, God, yeah. So they're like, we're cool with ripping off Fox, <laughs> but they're too afraid to rip off Disney. <laughs> so that's why they changed it for this movie. <laughs> I mean, it also get Sean Carlo Esposito to 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 do a voice for yeah five minutes. Yeah, really, five minutes. Yeah, he's great for the oh one moment he's in the movie. God, it's so good. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I did. The origin is different. Like I said, because this is an origin movie. So, and it leans into uh, the brothers, uh, which is great. It's funny. 
Um, and they really like so they did the the ninja stuff different because how it was it, it's really the ninja part actually takes kind of a backseat. Well, yeah, because so I mean we kind of made a joke about it about in the early '90s and late '80s like everything was ninja based. And that's like we brought up all those movies like this. And those movies were so much about the ninja, the karate, the the martial arts. I don't mean to say karate, but like the martial <laughs> arts side of it. the whole lifestyle, not just the fighting. Yeah, where it's with this, it is really more about teenagers finding their place yeah. in society and as well like to be even on the outcast side, side of things and wanting to be a part of normal society. So, it, I mean, it doesn't you know, strictly adhere to the source material in that regard. Yes. Where they, it's not just that they know how to fight, but they are ninjas. So, and they're not in this one. They just, like, they literally, Splinter was like, well, we just need to learn how to have self-defense. So we watched some videotapes and we learned. Um, So it's, it doesn't stick to the source material in that regard. But the reason is because they lean into the teenage brother thing and that is done so well and it's so funny and it's so fun. And they really lean into how, the turtles, like, there's so many scenes where they're looking at, like, normal life. And I mean, they, they had the whole scene where they're watching a movie from a rooftop, and it's Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, a movie in the park. Yeah. And they go, they sneak in the back, <laughs> and they see all the normal people just hanging out in the park and hanging the nor- out. The normies. The normies. The normies, right? yeah. I, how many of us feel like the turtles, right? <laughs> uh, and you look day. at the normies, and you're like, I can't be one of you. How do you function? <laughs> You can talk to other human beings without getting too excited or weirded out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the the solution is just to be a, be a podcaster. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, definitely. That's yeah. how you yeah. cope with that. You think Brandon and I are normal? We're <laughs> the most far from it. <laughs> this is why we talk to yeah. the internet. I can only talk to Brando. I don't know if I can talk to any other human being in the entire world. But like, there's like several scenes where they're looking out from the sewers, and they and there's even scenes where they are imagining like what it would be like to go to high school and if they could become heroes and save the city then people will like them and then they can go to high school all the the whole their whole motivation throughout the whole movie is to be accepted by people so that they yeah. can go to high school which is and that is so cool like I, and that cool. that in and of itself is such a great storyline yeah and is a and could have been that but the whole entire point of it is eventually they learn that they are doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Oh, though, yeah. Which is flips it all on its head where they're like, no, we have these special skills. We should be doing this just to help people, not to try to get some type of praise back from them. Yeah. Because they, they realize, oh, we're never going to be accepted, So, but we still want to do the right thing. No, so it's not selfish. Yeah, it's it's maybe not like they were never going to be accepted. Well, they did. They thought so at the time. Yeah, I mean, they, thought, they did oh, definitely they, play they into still that think a little we're bit. Monsters, yeah, but forget about that. Just do the right. But thing. it was like, hey, like, yeah, we're we should be doing this just because we can, rather than trying to get some type of accommodation for yeah. doing it. Yeah, which so it in was of selfless. itself is a great concept that every single person should yeah. be should think about. Like selflessness is a great virtue. It's yes. like. Sometimes, not all the time, you know, but sometimes you just do the right thing and you don't get anything in return. And you don't always need to get anything in return. Sometimes you can just give without getting, and that's fine. But that's even good. even then with like the self-acknowledgement, you're like, I know I did the right thing. I might not receive praise for it. I might not get a job promotion for it. Yeah. I might not get a pat on the back for my best friend. But I have dignity. But I know I did the It's a Captain America thing. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, like... I, 
if I see the ship going going down, I have to say something, right? Like, yeah. He knows he's in the right and needed to say this and do this. Yeah. And he didn't care if if everyone else agreed with him or not, or if he got a gold star. He knew he needed to do it, and that's what I love about the storyline between between all all of them. It just made them feel so much more grounded. Okay. In 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 the universe and a lot more relatable. Yeah, I thought that's what made this a fresh take, right? Because it is another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles origin movie. Yes. We've had this in animated. We've had this in CGI. We've had this in live action, mm-hmm. twice in live action now, and now yet another uh, CGI one. And it's like the reason this should exist is because of that, what you just described. This take is so fresh. Yeah. And the the fact, the way that they play them, how they, they're brothers, Splinter's their dad. They want to just live a normal life. They learn how to be good despite all these that all of that is so fresh and it's so fun and interesting like ah oh and this is what we talk about all the time you know how we talk about all this like like messaging that that hollywood tries to put in movies yes i do want to talk about that yeah for sure but can we can we take a quick commercial break we need to because this topic Ah. is going to be the last half an hour for sure yeah 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 all right guys what do we want to talk about for the commercial? Uh, maybe the hot dog is a sandwich kind of a thing? <laughs> no, that's stupid, man. Everyone knows a hot dog is not a sandwich. All right. What do you want to do then? Let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about. UFOs. So my toilet, Mike Tyson, was telling me the other day that you can survive a zombie apocalypse in a PetSmart. Dude, are you okay? Yeah, what, what was that? I'm sorry. I don't even know what's happening right now. I've been listening to our podcast a lot recently, and... It's just, it's a ton. What's going on? All right, I'm just going to make this easy. Hey, y'all, we are the hosts of Master and Debaters, the podcast that debates all of life's silly questions. Join us every week as we present our hardest opinions on the softest topics. I'm Puck, and football is the worst sport. I'm Alex, and a hot dog is absolutely a sandwich. I'm Spencer, and the Beatles suck. This is Master and Debaters. Find us wherever you get podcasts, and as always, stay mad. Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first-level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. Oh, yeah. Cracking open a cold one. <laughs> there we so go. there are, there is, I, I, don't, I hate to say the word controversy in this movie, but there are, so we were talking about the messaging, like mm-hmm. when Hollywood has a message they, that they want to say, and what we have talked about in our show, and I, I feel very strongly about because I'm such a storyteller. And I have such a love for storytelling. And I just, I think that uh, 
an interesting story and compelling characters should always be the priority yes. in a movie. Above, do, do you hear that, writers of The Witcher? <laughs> above whatever trying to message you're trying to teach me. Yeah. Like, we, we have talked about that so much, and particularly a lot in, in bonus banter. Like I said, we, we get a little bit more unhinged on bonus banter, so if you want to <laughs> hear that kind of stuff, definitely well, if you're subscribe Patreon to the subscriber, Patreon. We assume that, that you might be a little more yeah, open to our... <laughs> but I, I'm right there with you. Like I've always talked about it where I feel like modern-day cinema in both TV, streaming, and and movie platform, it gets a little too heavy-handed with the message. Yeah. Where, like, the 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 characters will say something, and it feels like they the, 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 the movie stops, and they look towards the screen, and they're like, yeah. do you understand what we're talking about? And I have, an, I have a very big issue with that, because that, to me, is not good writing. Even if you agree with the message. Yes. I, it's like I might not necessarily disagree with the message. I still just don't like being preached to in too. a movie. Yeah. If I want to get preached to, I'll go to church on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and I do. And I love that. And it's like, pre- preach all you want. But when I'm watching a movie, I want to be entertained. Yeah. And this know? movie does it so well. Like, I equate it to my favorite cartoon of all time. Yes. Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. That is huge praise right there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, Dude, I Ava- think so, too. Avatar is like tier one like, storytelling. storytelling up yes. there. Like as far as movies, all movies and all TV shows, if you put them all in together and say what's up at the top, Avatar is abs- – and I mean Avatar The Last Airbender. Airbender yes. He's absolutely up at the top. Man. 100% it is because it tells very controversial things. And I we I feel like I'm just repeating myself. Which I is probably fine. have like 18 times said this, but it, it it is dealing with controversial topics, but it does it in a way where you watch an episode and at the end of it you think to yourself, "Am I a good person?" Yeah. Like, oh shit! It makes you question your your values. Have I done this to somebody? Yeah. And that is you know we, you you go to ancient storytelling, uh, parables, whatever you want to go to like. Uh, Greco-Roman mythology yeah, yeah. and things like that. The point was there's always the moral of the story. Was was yeah. a interesting story, and there was a moral of the story. There's a kernel of truth, something that you would make you think at the end of it, where it wasn't like, "Hey, let me tell you what you should think." It's like, "Hey, let me tell you a story," and that makes you ponder the question. I and I think that's the three types of cinema. Is one is spectacle, where mm-hmm. it's like this is just fun and entertaining. And that's yes. fine. Yeah. And one is uh, artistic, creative. Maybe it's not f- fun, but it is very creative and very interesting. And then the third is it's teaching me something and I'm learning something. And all three of those are valuable in my mind, but they have to be well done. Like you have to do them well. Because you, you mentioned Avatar. Yeah. My first thought was Star Trek, actually, is... I know you're looking at that cricket button. (laughs) I saw you look at the cricket. Push the crickets. Push the crickets. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Star Trek, in the 1960s, you had the very first interracial kiss. Yes. On television was on Star Trek. It was Uhura and Kirk, right? But if you go back and watch that original series, it had... It was about aliens, and it was about space adventures, and it was yeah. about uh, all the spaceships and all that stuff. And that was always the primary thing, was the story and the characters. But 
inside of that was a little little lesson in there. There, there was one episode where they had uh, there was two there were aliens on a planet. There were two types of aliens on a planet. No, listen to this. You'll love this. You'll love this. And one of them, the left side of their face was black, and the right side of their face was white. And the other one, you stupid! I can't tell the story when you do that. It ruins it all. You know what? It was a race analogy, and it was really good. It was good. But they, they're teaching about these hot, hot topic, yeah. controversial issues. But if you tell a good story with good characters, and that's why some of these other shows just fall flat. Like you yeah. mentioned The Witcher, where it's like, <sighs> dude, you're changing characters yeah. in a way that doesn't make sense. And then you're changing the story in a way that doesn't make sense. Also, that you can like present this message. Yes. And and it and it hurts the story and the characters. So the Witcher doesn't feel like it's a part of the actual Witcher verse. Yeah, like the, the, the Netflix, Netflix show. The Netflix yeah. show does not feel like it's a part of the Witcher verse. What I love about this Mutant Mayhem is there are a lot of changes. There's a lot of changes to the original Yeah, we, story, mentioned, we mentioned some of them already, yeah. But it, it's written, and it feels like I'm still watching the exact same characters that I have been in love with since I was born. Yeah. Like, this feels like it's a part of the same universe. Like, it feels yeah. like it's the same characters. Like a fresh take on it. But a fresh take on yeah. them, which I am okay with. It's all suddenly when you take a character that I've been that's been a beloved character of mine for uh -huh. 30 plus years and you all of a sudden go, wait, we're going to put a fresh spin on him in quotation marks. And then it, it it's a completely like out of left field. Yeah. Take, I'm like, no, this isn't master chief. Yeah. To oh, quote. Yeah. The halo like, show, the halo show that like, that's not master chief. Like, or you diminish this beloved character so that you can lift up your message character. character yeah. For other reasons. And it's like, that's, don't do that. That it, I don't like that. So this movie does a couple things really well. So one is Splinter, when the kids are young, realizes that they deserve to be out in the world. Yeah. He's hesitant about it, and he just shows up out of the sewers in Times Square yeah. as a giant rat with four kids. Which was funny because in Times Square, they have people wearing those suits. All yeah, like the there's place. a SpongeBob yeah. character yeah, and things like that. Uh, and people like immediately go, oh, those are really great suits, and then realize they're not suits, and then get freaked out, yeah. which is the wrong way to try to do that. If all of a sudden I, Owen, <laughs> was walking down the street and I saw a giant rat, and I go, that's a great costume, and then realize it wasn't a great costume, I would immediately be freaked out. Yeah. Like, that's just not the way to go about it. So, yeah. like, there's like, and then, he, then Splinter, for the rest of the movie, is beholden to that one single experience. Yeah, and it it ruins it. It, it ruins. Yeah, and yeah. he doesn't want his kids to be out there. Like in that, like there. That's a whole storyline in and of itself. And you watch that in the movie, and you and it makes sense. One hundred percent. I understand Splinter. Like that. Yeah. I like that character. I understand his character. Yeah. But then the the whole entire point is eventually is the kids are trying to be to join it, and they do they figure out a the right way to do it. Yeah. And eventually, then even Splinter goes, okay, like not all humans are bad. Which is a great message. Are some humans bad? Yes, of course. I like that they did that too because they didn't just like present all humans as good. Like yeah. there was that nuance there, which I think nuance is something like missing in our culture today. Also true. But it's like it's both. It's yeah. we're not just these two different extremes. It's not black or white. It's a spectrum. Like, are humans bad or are they good? 
Well, they're both. Yeah. Like, and it, this movie shows that. They, and like Splinter and the Turtles, they do. They're like, oh yeah, these humans are bad, but these other ones are good, and and they make the decision that it's still worth fighting for. They're still worth defending. And I thought that was really cool. I, I like that. Yes, I, I'm I'm right there with you on that one. I think I think they did a really good job of explaining that. Uh, do you want to talk about April O'Neil? So April O'Neil, I think, is at the center of the Twitter controversial that, controversy. I, so this, this movie isn't as controversial as like most movies are, but it's not. No. The April O'Neil change. It, she's definitely she's the biggest change. Definitely yeah. caused some issues. Well, so so the movie like the the. The the executive producer is Seth Rogen. Yes, and Seth Rogen is and the, writer, and he and he's known for being a like he's got his 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 political cultural agenda, his message like he's known for that, right? Like yeah, it, which is fine. That's fine. You got your thing, man. Do your thing. So going into this movie, you're like, oh, is it just going to be just like filled with him trying to preach at you? No, it's not. It's not. But one of the things he does change is April, and that's a big change. So. so April O'Neil, like typically in every other cartoon, every comic, every live action movie, she is like smoking hot. April O'Neil is yeah. like this hot, usually like twenty something. Usually wears has bright red hair, and then wears like a in the cartoon she wears like a yellow jumpsuit. Yes. Um, in this one, she does not look like that. Not at, at all. all. So there's the race change, which yes. a lot of people talk about. Which I, I don't, I don't think that's a problem at all. And um, but she. She's not. She doesn't have that traditional supermodel body. <laughs> no, she she definitely has a little bit more of. Uh... Well, she's she's shaped like a potato. Okay. Okay. She is. As hey, look, some of us are shaped like potatoes. Okay. As... I wasn't gonna say it <laughs> because I'm also I I rock the dad bod and no, I have no, no issue. You're great looking, but let me tell you, hold on, hold on. Owen. Owen is the sexy half of this duo over here. As a potato-shaped person myself, <laughs> I can say. <laughs> Just, you look at me. Come one, come all to the sexy, sexy show. Brando has admitted it, that Owen is sexy and Brando is potato. If you're into potatoes, we have that. But if you like the sexy, there is Owen Landsberg. Hey, Cap, come see the human potato. It's right here, caged up. One dollar, see the human potato man. If I put you in the refrigerator, you're going to grow like real tendrils out of your eyes. <laughs> but I mean, like her her character design is, it is the radical opposite. Because yes. usually April, even in the children's cartoon, she's drawn as being like She was a banger. Oh my hot. God. Super hot. And so she is the exact opposite of anything traditional Hollywood pretty type yeah. in this movie. Um, and okay, that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> However, if you look at her character, like who she is, like she's a high schooler in this and she wants to become a reporter. Yes. Um, and she's got this Lois Lane tenacity to her. Um, mm -hmm. But she also has uh stage, stage fright. Fright. Yes. And like, that I thought was really interesting. That was a fresh take on April O'Neil. I felt like I didn't feel like I was watching a different April O'Neil. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt it was like, like a young despite April the fact that you just hit your microphone. I um, <laughs> I, <laughs> casting etiquette. This is my first episode, Owen. Be easy. Uh, I felt like I was watching an origin story of April. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't really care the fact that she looked different, both in physicality and in in racialness as well. Like I felt like I felt like it was April O'Neil. 
she was a reporter. This is what she wanted to do. And you even said it like she just had stage fright. So her story was already she was smart. She was intelligent. She knew how to investigate. Yeah. She needed to get over the fact that she would puke for three minutes straight if she got in front of a camera, which also was one of the funniest scenes and very shocking to me how long they let that puke scene go for. I was going to ask you what your favorite scene is, and my answer was going to be the April puke scene. Same, same. So She has a stage fright where anytime she gets on camera, well, the first time she got on camera at her school, (laughs) for the school news, whatever. It is like a full rescue me. No, not rescue me. Stand by me puke scene. No, no, it's great because... If you've ever seen a family-friendly show, like maybe something on broadcast TV, right? Yeah. Where the character starts to get sick, and you, everyone knows the trope, right? Where they're like, ooh, 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 oh, no, you know, and they're like, oh, and they got their cheeks bulge out, and you know, okay, they're about to throw up. Yeah. But all the times, it, it the camera cuts away to the audience or to people reacting, and you hear in the background, no, she, you know? well, it does that, it cuts away, but then it cuts back. back to her. <laughs> And she straight up pukes. It is so good. It is so funny. I was laughing so, and she pukes for so yeah. long. She keeps puking. It is so funny. Like, I don't know what you're thinking hearing this right now. If, whoever, <laughs> if you're watching this episode, like, I'm telling you, it was so funny. It was funny, so man. good. It was so good. So it, was, it was my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, my favorite scene is actually when they first, so how the call to action is. They see April O'Neil's scooter get stolen. Yeah. So the turtles decide that they need to go help this person because Leonardo is attracted to her. <laughs> <laughs> and so they bust into the 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 thieves' hideout, and then they all suddenly realize that they've actually never been into a real fight before. They've yeah. been training their entire lives. They've been watching VHS tapes. <laughs> to fight, yeah. but they've actually never fought anybody. And that scene, there's a lot of awkwardness. Yeah. Where they know they are trained. Stumbling over each other. Yeah, and, yeah. and like trying to figure out like their 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 vibe and how they're going to do this. So it felt great to have not just an origin story, like the, the live actions of the, the 80s and 90s, the CGI ones, and even the animated one from the late 2000s. Uh, all of them started with the Turtles already fighting people. Yeah, they're already good at what they do. This yeah. one felt like it was straight... They're kids. They're 13 years old, yeah. and they're ready to go. So I, I know I keep saying it, but I I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, so. and you know, and the the appearance of April too. Like they could have gone the route, like if they had gone the traditional April, where she's got like this like supermodel body, and they were doing the whole teenage boys thing. They could have gone that route where they're like teen boys, and they're kind of ogling April. They do some of that in some yeah. of the other incarnations where they're like, ooh, April's hot. Uh, yeah. But they never do any kind of weird, because they're turtles. They're turtles. So April's not going to date them. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> they're turtles? Yeah. <laughs> you're a liar. You're a liar. No, no, you're lying to me. I don't, I don't even know how that would happen, biology. <laughs> but but the point, like, they're teenage boys, and so they, they could have gone that route, so that's something they could have done. With that character, it's like, ooh, she's so hot, and then have the boys bumble over that. But I like that, like, that's kind of, that's almost like kind of an outdated thing, right? Yeah. Like, kind of the, like, boys drooling over girls in that way. No. In, instead, they re- he, they really did, she was just, like, one of their friends, and they, they loved Besides her. Besides Leonardo, she, Leonardo had a definite attraction yeah, to he her. Yeah, but even then, it was, at the end, it was because at the, she had that spunky Lois Lane, Lane thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Which was very cool. I, I just, I loved 
I loved what they did with her character. Like, I, I liked it. I thought it was fresh. And she wasn't just a stand. I mean, because I'm thinking like Megan Fox in the live action oh, movies. No, Megan Fox. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, I was thinking uh, Transformers, but she was also in She's the live action. Oh, God. Michael. And, and uh, like. Uh, Megan Sorry. Fox is actually a decent actress. Like she's, if you ever seen no, her in she, uh, uh, Jennifer's Body, Jonah Hex, I actually thought she was decent in too. Yeah, but like in the Transformers movies, in the te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, she's definitely just like like she's TNA. a sex appeal. Yeah, she's sex straight appeal. sex appeal, which is they didn't. I'm do that so happy that 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 has kind of become outdated a little bit. I realize we still have sexy people in movies, which and is fine. We yeah. want it. We want to look. Beauty is beauty. We're gonna. Thank you very much for your beauty service, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay that we've gotten away with like the Mary Sues and things like that. Yeah, she wasn't a damsel in distress, although sometimes that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. But like, I, I just thought what they did with, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I want to just like kind of put like people's fears at bay because it's like it was fine. It was actually at really Michael good. Bay? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Badum tish. Uh, <laughs> Do we have one? Do we have a badum tish? We don't. Oh, hey, there it is. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so we do need to get into trivia. It's funny enough, Brandon and I were like, this is going to be a short episode, and it's not now. Uh, but, Brando, of how many vials of ooze oh, would you give this movie? You asked. We talk about this every episode, and I always forget to think. Yeah, I don't know, man. I would. I we didn't talk about the art design. Yes, and I want to get into that bonus banter because the art design is so significant for me. But we don't have enough. Visually, it is so beautiful. The art design is so good. The humor is so funny and fun. I love this movie. I really did, and it caught me off guard. And I would give this like uh, four and a half vials of ooze, Uh, dude. Okay, so here's my thing. You and I. Out of five. Out of five, yeah. You haven't seen this twice, right? No, I've only seen it Okay, once. Well, yeah. Did you see it a second time? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. So I'm still riding the initial high. Yeah, yeah, for of, sure. For of sure. us. Yeah. I realized we had, a, we, we had a couple drinks in us. We had a fun night, like whole nine yards. I don't care. I don't care. We had fun. We had fun. Uh, I, I definitely want to see this again. Yeah. And I would hope that I liked it. As just as much or even more. I hope it gets a sequel. Uh, I really hope. I really, really hope it gets a sequel. Uh, this movie actually was made for very, very minimal. So even the fact that it made like fifty million uh, opening weekend, they are still considering that a box office success. Good, good, good. Because um, our theater was li- literally it, yeah, it was like it was 10 the three people. of us on a. On a it date. was like ten of us. Yeah, on a date like in the middle, of the, <laughs> right in the center uh, of the theater. I, I, I want to give this movie a five out of five. You can do it. I, I that's fair. On my scale, go with your heart, man. I immediately wanted to rewatch this movie the moment it ended. Yeah, which is the five out of five. Because there's for so me. much quick dialogue in it. Yes, and that, it, yeah, you miss. Yeah. And I know I missed it. We'd even talk about Ice Cube as Superfly and Gosh. the bad guys, and dealing with like that whole thing and like finding people that like you identify with and like see life the exact same way you do, but then all of a sudden realizing that they are evil, and even though, like, you identify with them, yeah. and that's an issue, like... When they met the villains, 
and then just chilled out at that bowling alley. Yes, and like had dinner, over, yeah. had pizza, and yeah, talked we, yeah. about it. Oh yeah, we we all we all uh, uh, got slimed. It's like no, we like the ner- the term ooze, ooze, yeah, ooze. And then the other mutants were like, yeah, I like that, yeah, I like that, that. yeah. And, but it's like that was cool. Like oh, oh so much. It, yeah, this movie the- is dripping with style. It's and, oozing. Oh, it's, it's oozing. oozing with style. It's, how did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I'm sorry. Look, how, it's are P- you going with five? I'm going with five. It's nice. it's PG. I don't. It, no matter how young your kids your are, kids need to see this. The kids can watch it. They Perfectly can enjoy safe it. For kids. They might not ne- necessarily understand the storyline, but it's visually appealing. It's funny. Yeah. It's thought provoking. It's well acted. I r- really can't. I there there. I do have a couple of gripes, but it's super minor stuff when it comes to the story. Like it doesn't even really matter to me. I it it to me, and I realize that this is controversial. This might be one of the best movies of twenty twenty three. That you know what, man? When you put it like that, what else has come out this year that we liked? I I saw Oppenheimer and I really like that. Yeah, like Oppenheimer and Barbie. I I haven't seen them yet, and I realize their cultural significance, and they're both amazing movies. I just don't have the emotional intelligence right now, or no, to I to I, I have a lot it's going a heavy, on. It's heavy. Both it's of heavy. those movies I know are very very heavy. I haven't um, seen Barbie yet. Uh, uh, I don't even know what, what John Wick three, John Wick four. four sorry, four. Yeah. four. That was good. Uh, it was, was good. good I liked it. it was I good. would rather watch. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, than yeah. John Wick Four. If you had to, if you had to rank them, yeah, I would put Mutant Mayhem up there. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. This was like the Top Gun Maverick of this year. Like it came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Whoa, this was really good." Okay, hold on. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, no, I get it. Okay, so Spider Man, we had uh, across the Spider Verse. I would rather watch Mutant Mayhem. You thought this was better than one hundred percent was. Wow, one hundred percent, it was better than than. Across the Spider Verse. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I would say the action is better in Across the Spider Verse. Yes, but Across the Spider Verse is more of an action movie. It's way more. Yeah. This is more of a comedy. Of a comedy comedy yeah. coming of age. This yeah. is really. This is written as a coming of age. Yeah. That's a whole another topic. Uh, Guardians Galaxy Three. That was great too. That was great too. But I'd rather watch Mutant Mayhem. I thought this was better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Quantum Medium. Right, this is better. That's easy. Uh, John Wick Four. We already talked about that one. Yeah, that was great. Uh, did anybody see Transformers: Rise of the Beast? That came out this year. Yep, that came out like a month ago. <laughs> uh, Sh- Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I saw it and I liked it, but the Ninja Mutant Mayhem is way better. Uh, yes, I agree. D and D movie. Oh, I don't. I love that's that a hard one. Movie. That's a hard one. I gave that one a five out of five. Yeah, stars. that's a hard one. You know what? I, on Letterboxd, I gave. D&D movie, a five out of five stars. And you're the only person. <laughs> someone replied to me. They said, this guy gave the D&D movie five stars, LOL. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm, I'm glad. Let I me show a- you my challenge coin. <laughs> Let me show you how much. Uh, okay, so let's see here. I was so offended by that. Asteroid City. I haven't seen that yet. I refuse to see it because I don't like. Well, you uh, don't like the dude. I, yeah, I don't like the dude. What's his name? Um, whatever. Why can I not think of his name right now? Uh, yeah, there's there, the there really has a 65. I saw that on Netflix and it, and it wasn't was good. it not good? Infinity it, Pool. It was fine to watch on Netflix with your kids. Yeah, uh, dinosaurs. Have you heard about this new movie that's coming out? 
Cocaine Shark. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Did it's, Cocaine Bear come out this year? Yeah. Was that this year? Yeah, it was this yeah, year. Or maybe, was I don't know. Yeah, Super Mario it. Brothers movie. Oh, that was good. That was though. good. I would ra- I'd I, rather watch Mutant Mayhem. Mutant Mayhem is better, it is my better. dude. It yeah. really is. Okay, so I'm. Uh, we did have the Winnie the Pooh movie, which we did not see. Oh, that's the one because the Winnie horror the, movie. Winnie the Pooh is in public domain now. Yes, the copyright ran out. Yeah, yeah. Did you know this? Yes. Uh, the same is true for Superman coming up. Ooh, interesting. Okay. His copyright's about to run out, and same thing I think for Mickey Mouse. So maybe we'll see a Superman. Nah, I highly doubt we're going to see a Mickey Mouse thing in Disney Control Superman. So still. all right, I'm going to ask the question right now: Is Mutant Mayhem? The best movie of 2023 so far. I'm gonna say no, but it's up there. I liked. I think I like the D and D movie more. Okay. Um. Uh, it's up there. It's up there. All right. It's clustered at the top. I would say it's definitely in the top three. Yeah. And my thing is, when you talk top three, the, you, there's no ranking when it comes to top three. And we're recording this in like August 2023. Yeah. So there's still like we still have the fall left. But. All right. Hey, Brandon. You know what time it is? It's trivia time. Well, Brando, I don't have the episode guide out, so I am unprepared. (laughs) Pull up the spreadsheet. Hey, let me scroll down. There we go. All right. Last it's close. week, score is close. last week we didn't release an episode. I was supposed to release an episode, but life has just been crazy busy. Uh, we actually didn't mention it until now, but uh, we're taking a, a little little break. Yes, uh, we're we'll gonna be back in uh, September. Yes, we're taking a break. Both Brandon and I are super busy. Family vacations coming up and whatnot. Um, so we're taking a break. The rest of August we will not be releasing episodes. We'll probably just release other episodes. Of uh, some of the other podcasts rather than doing oh, some of I, ourselves. I love introducing people to some of my favorite shows. Yeah. So uh, last time we did Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, I did beat you five to seven. So uh, nice. you get to ask the first question for trivia today. Okay. My first one is a two-parter. Okay. And this is about just gener- generic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This isn't specific to the mm-hmm. Mutant Mayhem movie. Okay. All of mine are specific to Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> Just okay. so you know. That's fine. Uh, what, this is a two-parter. What is the name of the Ninja Turtles' human sidekick, and what is their weapon of choice? Oh, God. Uh, it's a hockey stick. That That is the weapon, yes. Uh, what is his name, though? Terry regard yes yeah it's not <laughs> what, what is his name casey jones casey jones that's right oh casey yeah, jones. he yeah. wears the hockey mask yeah yeah and the but you got the hockey stick i thought you were gonna get the i thought you get the name but not the weapon no that's that's so iconic because he wears the the skull mask yeah, too yeah. kind of thing yeah. or no it's a it's a goalie mask it's a goalie mask yeah okay yeah. the jason Voorhees mask right yeah but it's yeah. it's more squared blocky okay yeah. uh all right we joked about the fact that they referenced an amazing song from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. We all know the song is titled Go Ninja by Vanilla Ice. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah. Can you give me Vanilla Ice's real name? What? <laughs> yep. 
You know, people don't know this. Uh huh. It's actually Stevie Nicks. It's not Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. Nope. From Fleetwood Mac. No, it's not Fleetwood Mac. Is that not the same guy? It, no, no, definitely not. No. Is Stevie Nicks the female singer from Fleetwood <laughs> Mac? It's not, not the Vanilla same. Ice. Okay. I know they look exactly the same. They look so similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen Stevie Nicks and Robert Van Winkle and Dolly Parton in the same room? No, no. you haven't. Well, they can, all could be the same. How can you? Because it is Robert Van Winkle. Robert. Robert Matthew Van Winkle. <laughs> that sounds like a Wizard of Oz character. <laughs> My next D&D character is going to be named Robert Matthew Van Winkle. I don't know why, but that name just seems funny to me. All right, next question. All right, uh, since we're going with names. <laughs> okay. We're diving into the lore here, okay? Uh, we are two English-speaking white dudes. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's dive into a culture that is not oh, our own. Oh, God damn it. Uh, who is... Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to say his name right. Who is Hamato Yoshi? Okay, so Hamato Yoshi... Yes. Uh, in traditional Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Yeah, there's there's two potential answers. Okay, this. so in the movies, that is the original owner of Splinter. That is Splinter's master. Yes! Uh, the human owner of Splinter. Splinter, yeah. yes. In the comics, it's different, right? In uh, that is in some of the, I think it's some of the in the in the cartoon, the eighties cartoon, it's different. Is it okay? Yeah, I remember there there are two variations it of is, it, but yes. okay. Do you know who he is in the cartoon? In the cartoon, is it your mother? You're right. It's my mom. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's three points for me. I am half cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it in the cartoon? He is Splinter. Oh, that's right. Okay. He is, he's a human who touches the ooze and he becomes and a becomes rat. Becomes Splinter. Yeah. That's right. But okay. in the cart in the car in the live action movie from the eighties, which by the way we should mention again that Splinter was a normal rat learning kung fu in his cage from his master Hamato Yoshi. Yes. <laughs> and Hamato Yoshi is killed by Shredder. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. All right. Sorry, I'm writing another question. Oh, you're just thinking of things. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, okay, so we didn't talk about it, but Ice Cube is the voice of the villain Superfly. We got a lot of ices in the Ninja Turtles. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby. We need Ice Tea ice from tea. the Law and Order show. <laughs> oh, God. We, we need him in this. He needs to be in a um, Ninja Turtles movie. So Ice Cube was hesitant to do this movie until he heard one thing. What was this one thing? And he, then he immediately went, I'm in. I don't know, but I do have a guess. Okay. Because I know his character Superfly is like kind of based on like a, a 70s like black exploitation yes! character. Yes. Who was I think his name's Superfly. No, there is a a 70s black how do you say it? Black exploitation movie yeah. called Superfly. <laughs> and he heard that and he goes, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, one to two. All right. Uh, we're going to reverse this again. Shredder, okay. the iconic arch enemy of the Ninja Turtles. Okay. What is Shredder's real name? Your mom. <laughs> I just want to see if I can get uh, you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Robert Matthew Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot. Your mom is not a, is, is not a, pro, it's, it's not, not a proper noun. Because <laughs> you know when, when I... <laughs> Vanilla Ice got scarred by the turtle fight, and he, then he put the helmet on. Oh, yeah. And he was like, turtles! Turtles! Go, ninja! Go, ninja! Go! Stop. 
green machine. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could try to get you to say a Japanese name. Nope. <laughs> okay. His real name is Oroku Saki. That's, that's Shredder's real name. Stop it. <laughs> uh, that sounds racist, so I'm not going to commit anything. All right. Um, so this is a four-parter, and for every single one you get right, you get a point. Okay. All right. So outside of statue difference, right? So height and weight of the four turtles. Yeah. There is characteristically four things different between them that are physical. In Mutant Mayhem? In Mutant Mayhem. Can okay. you give me the singular thing for each turtle that makes them unique? Okay. So, for instance, you can't give me that Raphael is the biggest, strongest of them. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking like, like a physique. Like, a, like some sort of visual yes, difference. Yes, yeah. Um, that if outside of their colors, yeah, yeah, you yeah. could tell them the, the difference between them. Well, Donatello wears glasses. Okay, that's one. Uh, Raphael has the full bandana. That's three. Or that's two, sorry. You have three points. Um, yeah. So what is Leonardo and Mikey? Oh, that is tough that is really tough so and you you did say my you did mention it in the earlier in the episode but then you uh misplaced this thing to somebody else is it that michelangelo has braces yes michelangelo oh, has that, braces because he's the youngest that was a total guess yeah that All was right. a total so guess. what is the difference between leonardo between the rest of them i don't I don't think that he has. He's a, he's a, just a standard Ninja Turtle, right? Yeah, he oh. he legitimately just so they 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 try to base it off like each one. So like, hey, like yeah, we got the jock, we got the normal guy, we got the nerdy, we got like the yeah. yeah so yeah, there I we would, go. I would love to know the dentist situation <laughs> of who put those who put those braces on he, him. He was obviously Splinter. <laughs> He watched the VHS yeah, thing. He watched the VHS <laughs> The the Seinfeld episode that Brian Cranston was the dentist. I can do this. I can definitely do this. <laughs> All right, my question number four. Uh, uh, in the original comic book, okay. back when it originally debuted. Okay. Okay. Originally, it was black and white. Yes. Okay, but then they made the first color comics. Okay. And when they did, all of the Ninja Turtles wore the same color. Okay. They all wore the same color bandana around their eyes. All right. What color was that? Can I ask? I'm gonna. Can I give you what I think is two colors? Okay. And you'll tell me if it's one of those two colors. I mean, it's a, it's a color. Like, what are you? <laughs> I think it's either red or orange. Is it one of those? It is one of those. But I, I'm gonna make you pick one. You gotta pick. One. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I want to pick one. I just want to okay. help me. It is one it of down. those. It is one of those. Is it red? It is red. Yeah! All of them were red, and okay. you couldn't distinguish it. And they didn't. So in this movie, too, they had the the on their belt buckle. It was the letter. It's like the toys. Also had the letter, yeah. yeah but that's yeah. not in the comics. Nope. They just and, – and everything else was was black. Uh, their uh, shoulder pads nope. and elbow pads. In this pads. movie? Nope. Not in this movie. I oh, mean, in the original comic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like – and they had red bandanas. The only way you could tell them apart was their weapons. Gotcha. And okay. so then I think it was for the cartoon – is when they decided to give them different colors. I think it was for... Oh, yeah, it was a cartoon. That was yes. a brilliant yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the original opening monologue of this, when Leonardo is talking about their, their epic quest to get things, there is one singular item that they talk about that they have to get. Okay. What was a singular item? Oh, they were going grocery shopping. Yes. 
Because they open up with them sneaking around like ninjas yes. in a grocery store, which was awesome. Yes, and I will say it's not the Doritos. It is something for themselves. It's because Doritos was for Splinter. Oh, I thought because that was like extra large Doritos. Doritos, yeah, no, they were they were looking for something for themselves. Oh, I thought the Doritos was the answer. What did they want for themselves? They're looking for for themselves. Was it? Was it like a cereal? Was it a type of cereal? No. It's a kid's thing, though. At a grocery store? Mm-hmm. What was it like? Uh, like popsicles? You're closer with popsicles. <laughs> it was Go-Gurt. Oh, yeah, they God. talked about having to go get Go-Gurt. All right, here's my final question. Uh, I got a couple more. All right. Uh, the original comic... Okay. This particularly the origin is related to which Marvel Daredevil. superhero? You ah. That's easy. But do you know the elements that are like how is it related to Daredevil? Yeah, but the ooze is the exact same thing that that transformed the the turtles that gave um Matt Murdock Henry Cavill his <laughs> I just assume Henry Cavill plays every superhero right now. Uh, his his <laughs> he's, he's his superpowers. Every, no. Yeah, because he gets the ooze in his face and he gets blinded. No. But there's more to that because uh, in this one, in Ninja Turtles, you have Master Splinter. In uh, Daredevil, his master is Stick. Stick, yeah. And in this one, it's Splinter. And also in this, you have the Foot Clan and in the Hand. The Hand. Yeah. In Daredevil, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. In 2019, there was a fantastic animated movie that came out. That was called Batman versus the Teenage yes. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, that's right. And in this movie, Batman fights Shredder. Yes. Who wins? I know this because this scene is amazing. It's amazing and it is the most upsetting thing ever. It is um, like... It has no business being in a children's cartoon. No, it doesn't. And it is actually Shredder. Shredder beats Batman. Yeah, he beats Batman, yeah. And, but barely. No, it's not barely. No, he ba- and then he escapes. Like, he he knocks, I mean, he beats him and escapes. Yeah, but even then, it was pretty one-sided. Yeah, but he almost, he it almost, like, in part of the movie, Batman kind of has to energy. go to the Turtles to get help. To beat Shredder. <laughs> that movie is so good. It's a Batman Ninja Turtles movie. And it dear. is, yeah, it, it really has no right being, but we talked about how DC, the animated movies from DC always rule. All right. Well, Batman beat all the Ninja Turtles by himself. Well, that's not saying much. They're not that good. Really, they, in, <laughs> in all of technicality, they're really not that good. All right, Brando, you're winning six to four. I have one last question for you. All right. And we didn't talk about it. We're going over, but who cares? This soundtrack for this movie was absolutely insane. Yeah. There were so many bangers on this yeah, movie. The music was great in this. Okay. Yeah. I am going, I'm just going to read off a few. I'm going to give you the artist. I need you to give me what song that they, that was in this movie from that artist. Okay. Okay. So there was a song from Blackstreet featuring Dr. Dre. What song was it? Oh gosh, I couldn't tell you, man. I there's I couldn't tell you. That was no diggity. Doom. Oh, doom. that's right. Yeah, no diggity. What is wrong? 
All right. There are two old Dirty Bastard songs, ODB. Yeah. What two ODB songs are in there? Oh, you're messing me up, man. You're messing me up. Because a lot of them don't have lyrics. Nope. The old ODB has a lot of lyrics. But I mean, like, in the movie. In the movie, both of them had lyrics in it. I don't know. Shimmy, shimmy, ya. Yeah. Shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yay. Give me the microphone so I can take it away. Was in it. And then, as well, Brooklyn Zoo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last one I will ask, because, there, there, I mean, there's a bunch, but the last one I will ask, and this is the famous one, because it was in the trailer, there was a s- song from A Tribe Called Quest. I'm not taking points for any of these, by the way. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking them to prove how white you are. I know. I'm doing terrible. A Tribe this. Called Quest, and it was the theme song for the trailers. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I only saw the trailer once because I saw it and I loved it. Um, it's uh, it's bye bye bye. Yeah, yeah, bye 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 bye. Uh, by in- I tried Proud Quest. By it is by Tribe. <laughs> it is. Can I kick it? Ah, yes, you can. Can I kick it? Oh, jeez. Yes, you can. Dude, the music is so good in this. It just fits so well. It is, yeah. It, I mean, because it's in New York, so a lot of the the artists are from New York. They had a DMX song party up, but we were going to ask it. All right, Brando, you did beat me today, and you overtook today. You are one seventy five to be one seventy three. Woo! All right, this has been awesome. This is awesome. You know, I I still can't believe we're like, yeah, it's gonna be a short episode. We'll do like 30, 35 minutes, and we're over an hour already. So. Wow! Wow! Yeah, we have a social media presence. Uh, theoretically, <laughs> uh, Owen and I are not like we haven't like beaten the algorithm. Like we're there, we post, uh, but we're on there. So uh, you know, we'd love for you to check us out and interact with us and see our stuff. We're gonna share pictures and stories and all kinds of fun things. Where can uh, people find us? Yes, uh, so we are in Banter and Such Pod on Instagram and on Xverse because it's no longer Twitter. Oh my gosh. What are, what are we on Xverse? I don't know. Just on the X. And such. Just look for banter and such. Or ban- banter, banter, <laughs> banter such. I'm sorry. I can't get over the X thing. Xverse. X going to give it to you. What? Yeah. Going to wait for you to take it on your own. We're a brand new app. Yeah. It's the most widely known branding of all time. It just it, You don't even tweet anymore. You post. You post. Oh, it's okay. weird. It's hey, weird. do us a favor and hit that share button. Send this to... Uh, a friend who might like it. Yes, uh, and leave us a rating on whatever app that you are listening to on. Like, legitimately, the ratings. And Spotify, now you can even answer the question, What did? how did you feel about this episode? Yes, that is huge for us. Yeah, uh, honestly, even if you didn't like the episode, please just put something in there because that shows interaction. And as well, we read that if you're doing it on Spotify so we can know what what yeah. you're digging, what you're not. Like, we won't take offense to it. I mean, we might. It'll and ruin I will gladly call day. you out, like back in the day on Reddit when people were calling us out on Reddit for stupid stuff, and I would just feed off it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. We won't. But, like, legitimately, if you got you got suggested for us and you don't want to subscribe to the Patreon, uh, Spotify has a great way for you to reach out to us. And we're proud members of the Helios Network, a collection of great podcasts made by regular people. Check us out on www.theheliosnetwork.com to see an amazing website that Brando himself designed to get Ooh, some woo. of our merch and to see some of our sister podcasts that are on the network like Wasted Truth. Wasted Truth. Those ladies are so funny. They're telling stories of behind the scenes of the service industry in Nashville. 
and it is the stories are crazy and hilarious and those girls are so raw and so funny and so sexy and so <laughs> like really it'll catch you off guard it, it really does <laughs> yeah yeah you see like pictures of these ladies and you're like oh these like 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 two normal people and then you hear the <laughs> things you, that come out of their mouth I get regular text messages from both of them like early in the morning about what they did the night before. I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> and then they tell that that's their next episode. And then they, then they talk about it in the episode. So I don't want to give anything away. Wasted truth. Wasted Anywhere truth. you get podcasts. Yeah. And for all of our Patreon subscribers, stay with us after the outro music because we have ex- the extended Boney Banty coming up Boney exclusively Banty. for you. Uh, for those that want to, to listen to Boney Banty, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show description. Well, I love you all, and thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. We're on break, so this is the last episode until September. Uh, and uh, Brando, do you know what we're going to do for our first episode back? Dude, I, I actually have a lot of really fun ideas. We might do like a throwback nostalgia, like September uh, September that, nostalgia. Yeah, we're in that vibe. I think we're just going to do like movies from the 80s and 90s, like a double feature. Like ninja movies. Uh, three ninjas and surf ninjas. Surf ninjas. That should be one of them. Yes. Like um, all of that. Homeward Bound. Oh my gosh. You want, you want to really just depress us and do The Fox and the Hound? <laughs> Oh my! I actually, funny enough, for today's poorly described movie, I almost did Homeward Bound, and I like kept on trying to write something without it. I was like, everything is just gonna make people cry. I don't. I, <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so bad. Oh well, I'm Brando, and my name is Owen. And until next week, may your week be filled with BS. <laughs> we got it. Sure, we timed it right. No. So do you want to hear my one kind of gripe with this movie? Yeah. Uh, so you know, like at the end, when like they're facing Superfly, right before he does the big transformation. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, do you, like the rest of you really agree with him, or should you just like sh- side with us and not be evil people?" And the rest are like, "Yeah, we don't want to do that." It's like, man, that was such a a cop out, like. All the other mutants just turned on him. Turned on Superfly, like their best friend for the past 20 years. I was surprised that they like had those mutants like moving into the sewer with the Ninja Turtles. 